0: Shalom, welcome back to Wind of the Spirit BRS. I'm excited today because we are beginning anew in the Book of Exodus, and I've oh, I'm just excited about this. Excited about Exodus. The children of Israel were taken out of the land of Egypt by the powerful, mighty hand of Almighty God. He divided the Red Sea. And brought them through on the dry land. I'm excited about this series. So I hope you'll be excited too. If you want to get your Bible. We'll be reading from the New King James. And I will see you on the flip side. Exodus chapter 1. Now, these are the names of the children of Israel who came to Egypt. Each man, his household, came with Jacob Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, God and Asher. All those who were descendants, Jacob, were seventy persons. But Joseph was in Egypt already. Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation. The children of Israel were fruitful and increased, abundantly multiplied, and grew exceedingly mighty. The land was filled with them. Now there arose a king in Egypt, over Egypt who did not know Joseph and he said to his people look the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we come let us deal shrewdly with them lest they multiply and it happen in the event of war that they also should join our enemies and fight against us and so go up out of the land therefore they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with with their burdens they built for Pharaoh supply cities that sounds familiar. Python and Ramses but the more they afflicted them the more they multiplied and grew and they were in dread of the children of Israel so the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve in With rigor, and they made their lives bitter and hard, and with bondage. In mortar, in brick, and in all manner of service in the field, all their service in which they made them serve was with rigor. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of one was. Shiphrah and the name of the other was Puah, and he said when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on their birthstools if it is a son you shall kill him but if it is a daughter then she shall live but the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them save the male children alive so the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive the midwife said to Pharaoh because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women but they are lively and give birth before the midwives can be can come to them let's do that again shall we verse 19 Midwives said to Pharaoh because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women for they are lively and give birth before the midwives can come to them. Therefore God dealt with well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so it was because the midwives feared God that he provided households for them. So Pharaoh commanded all his people saying, Every son who is born to you shall ca- you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Exodus chapter 2. Moses is born. Verse 1, a man of the house of Levi went and took as a wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of, of bulrushes for him and daubed it with asphalt and pitch. Put the child in it, laid it in the reeds by the river's bank, and his sister stood afar off to know what would be done with to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe in the, at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child. Behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is the one of the Hebrews' children. And his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away, nurse, nurse him for me, but I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. The child grew, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, because I drew him out of the water. Verse 11. Now it came to pass in those days, Moses was grown that he went out to his brethren looked at their burdens and saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of his brethren so he looked this way and that way and when he saw no one he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand and when he went out the second day behold two Hebrew men were fighting and he said to one who did the wrong Why are you striking your companion? Then he said, Who made you the prince and judge over us? Do you intend to kill us as you killed the Egyptian? So Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of this matter, he sought to kill Moses. Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. He sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came and drew water. They filled the the troughs to water their their father's stock. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came and drew water. They filled the troughs to water their father's flock. Then the shepherds came and drove them away. But Moses stood up and helped them. And watered their flock and when they came to Reuel their father he said to them how is it that you have come so soon today and they said an Egyptian delivered us from the hand of the shepherds and he also drew enough water for us and watered the flock so he said to his daughters and where is he why is it that you have left the man call him that he may eat bread with us then Moses was content to live with the man. He gave Zipporah, his wife, his daughter. He gave Zipporah, his daughter to Moses. And she bore him a son. He called his name Gershom. For he said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. Now it happened in the process of time, that the king of Egypt died then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage. They cried out, and their cry came up to God because of the bondage. So God heard their groanings, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, and with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God acknowledged them. Exodus chapter 3 Moses at the burning bush. Verse 1 Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father in law, priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert, and he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire, in the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire the bush was not consumed and moses said i will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn so when the lord saw that he turned aside to look god called to him from the midst of the bush and said moses moses and he said here i am then he heard, then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. The Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the land, out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to to a good large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the children of e- Israel out of Egypt? So he said, <coughs> I will certainly be with you, and this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the, children, the people of e- out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am, has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen what is done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up, out of the affliction of Egypt, to the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, to a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Then they will heed your voice. And you shall come, and you and the elders of Israel to the king of Egypt, and you shall say to him, The Lord God of Hebrews has met with us, and now please let us go these three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not even by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in its midst. And after that, he will let you go. And I will give the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be when you go, that you shall not go empty-handed, that every woman shall ask for her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, Articles of gold and the clothing. And you shall put them on your sons and your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. Exodus chapter 4. The Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not listen or believe or listen to me. Suppose they say, the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a rod. He said, cast it on the ground. So he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent, and Moses fled from it. And the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail and he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord your God, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. Furthermore, the Lord said to him, Now put your hand in your bosom. And he put his hand in his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous, like snow. And he said, Put your hand in your bosom again. So he put his hand in his bosom again and drew it out of his bosom. And behold, it was restored like his other flesh. Then it will be, if they do not believe nor heed the message of the first sign, that they may believe the message of the latter sign. And it shall be, if they do not believe even those two signs, or listen to your voice, that you shall take water from the river and pour it on the dry land. The water which you take from the river will become blood on the dry land. And Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. And he said, O my Lord, please send the hand of whomever else you may send. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. He said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth. And with, and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall do. So you shall be your spokesman to the people, and he himself shall be as a mouth for you, and you shall be to him as God, and you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the signs verse 18. So Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please let me go and return to my brethren who are in Egypt to see whether they are still alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. Now the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go return to Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. Then Moses took his wife and his sons, and he set them On a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the rod of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do all the wonders before Egypt, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart, so that he will not let the people go. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord Israel, Is my son, my firstborn. So I say to you, let my son, that he may serve me, let my son go, that he may serve me. But if you refuse to let him go, indeed I will kill your son, your firstborn. And it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at Moses' feet and said, Surely you are a husband of blood to me. So he let him go. Then she said, You are a husband of blood because of the circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he went and met him on the mountain of God. Kissed him, so Moses told Aaron all the words the Lord had said to him, and all the signs which he had commanded him, and Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel, and Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses, and he said that he did the signs in the sight of the people, so the people believed, and when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel, and he had looked on their afflictions. Then they bowed their heads and worshipped. Exodus 5 Encounter with Pharaoh, verse 1. After Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast with me, or feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. So they said, "The, The God of the Hebrews has met with us, please let us go three days, journey into the desert and sacrifice to our, Lord, our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence and with sword. And the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. And Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go get gather straw for themselves. You shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, but they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work be laid upon the men, that they may labor in it. Let them not regard false words. The taskmasters of the people and their officers went out and spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go get yourselves straw, where you can find it. Yet none of your work will be reduced. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt, to go gather straw instead of, stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters forced them to hurry, hurry saying, fulfill your work, your daily quota. And when there was straw, as when there was straw. Also the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and were asked, why have you not fulfilled your task in making brick? both yesterday and today, as before. And the officers of the children of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing thus with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants. And they say to us, Make brick. And indeed your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. And he said to them, You are idle, idle. Therefore you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Therefore, go now and work, for no straw shall be given you. Yet you shall deliver the quota of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said, You shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. And as they came out of the Pharaoh, from the Pharaoh, they met Moses and Aaron, who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, let the Lord look on you and judge because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in your, their hand to kill us. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble on this people? Why is it you have sent me? For well, since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. So that is the conclusion of today's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our time in the book of Exodus today. Hope you'll show up tomorrow again. So until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. Shalom.